I've done yoga. How early are we talking? Oh, I don't want to tell you. Okay. <laughs> it better not be like 7.30. Hello and welcome to 30 by 30, a podcast tracking 30 adventures as challenged by my friends before my 30th birthday. In this podcast series, you're going to hear me climb a mountain, attend a protest, ride a motorbike, attempt to date my comedy idol, yikes, and so much more. In this week's episode, not one, but two challenges. This episode of 30 by 30 leads on really nicely from the last, as I continue to ease myself into this project with caution. Some big adventures do await, uh, so I'm definitely just being kind to myself at this early stage. I've also had a bit of a hard start to the year, and I confess I have completely questioned why I took on these 30 challenges on top of everything else in life. So I turned to my friends, Ruth and Matt, to challenge me to exercises that embrace self-care, which is something that, like most of us, I struggle with. So, starting with a slightly blurry audio recording of Ruth. I challenge Lucy Richards to drink a cup of herbal tea every day in the month of April. I've known Ruth since she was a tiny button of a baby, and I'm in awe of her for many reasons, but for the purposes of this podcast, I'm in awe of her because she cut out caffeine and cut back on sugar a few years ago. Now, I'm an editor, and coffee is life in publishing. Talk to any editor or designer, and they'll be clutching a mug feverishly in their hands, or they'll be eyeing up the nearest coffee shop. I'm talking into a mic now, genuinely with builder's tea by my side, and the idea of cutting out the brown stuff altogether is horrifying. But as Ruth said, she very kindly didn't tell me to cut caffeine out altogether, but as mentioned, she did challenge me to drink one herbal tea every day for a month, knowing that I think that they all taste like bathwater. And she's been offering me thoughts on when chamomile is better than peppermint, and what's good before bed or for digestion, and checks in basically every day to make sure I've drunk my cup. Here's more from Ruth. The reason for this challenge is I thought it was something new, different and quite easy um, and not too scary. Um, I've converted to drinking herbal tea in the last two and three years, so I now don't really drink any caffeinated tea or coffee. Um, And for me, I've seen great benefits. Um, I feel more hydrated and focused um, and I actually think I prefer the taste. Um, I drink the normal peppermint teas, but then I also drink teas like cranberry and raspberry to help oxygenate the blood um turmeric turmeric tea which is good for the skin and pores um i've just found that they generally help my um my feeling of well-being and not being bloated um and i also stopped having headaches since drinking caffeinated tea So whilst I've been drinking teas, I've also been doing another challenge from a friend who initially asked to remain anonymous for work purposes, which I think we can all agree means he's a spy, Um, but 008 has since revised this, and I visited him to chat about his challenge. So I can call you, I can call you by your name. You can call me by my name. Matt. Yeah. So do you want to tell people how we know each other? So we know each other because... We both went to Reading Uni and I was one year ahead of you and in my first year I lived opposite a guy called Pablo Yeah. and you ended up dating Pablo for a while. Yeah, and now you're my friend. And now we're <laughs> friends and I don't think either of us still know Pablo. No. Um, and do you want to tell everyone what your challenge to me was? Uh, my challenge to you, I initially said that you had to do it for a year and then I think we revised it down to I think, just one month. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. 
but yeah I set you the challenge of trying to embed the habit of meditating yeah for 10 minutes a day 10 minutes a day and I think you're going to do five, five days a days week, week yeah. for April yeah that's right so you did challenge me to a year but I think I just felt a bit like you would have inevitably failed because trying to, trying to eat chocolate every uh, yeah. day for a year would be too hard let alone trying to meditate do you think so. do you want my chocolate uh, I do like chocolate, but I think just yeah, yeah. finding time in your day to schedule anything. Yeah. And an enforced rule as well. Yeah, exactly. So I, I actually, I've been doing two challenges. So I've done, I've been doing yours. So I chose, I chose April um, and I've been doing yours. And then I've also been doing my friend Ruth. Um, so she challenged me to drink a cup of um, herbal or mint tea every day for a year. I feel like she, they're quite complimentary. Yeah, drinks, that's yeah. that's what I thought. Not every day for a year, she said every day for a month. So I felt like they kind of went quite nicely hand in hand. Very relaxing April for you. That's what I thought. And I thought kind of then I'd sort of was feeling quite fraught. And I also thought that then it was quite, because my birthday was in March, it was quite a nice kind of first step. Yeah, they the ones that are in. getting you to do bad things, you can say for the Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'll be like yeah. unicycling over a tightrope while drinking pints of beer yeah exactly no one's challenged me to do those things that's a waste (laughs) (laughs) that's a waste opportunity so my question now to you is do you meditate yes i do um so my discipline with doing it varies and i've sometimes i find that i turn to it more when i'm having more challenges um so sometimes it can actually be a sign that things are going really well if i'm not meditating yeah um but now i do try and do it sort of at least three or four times a week that's really that's say it again so you think it's a good sign that things are going quite well if you're not having to meditate th- yeah sometimes I think it's a it's a good way of sort of if your brain is like a, a big bucket full of sand that's all sort of shaken up if you meditate everything sort of settles to the bottom you can see things a bit more clearly yeah that's a really great way of thinking about it actually I haven't just I've not told you the other thing I've been doing so I am meditating, but I'm just gonna slightly change the way I've been doing it because I've also been doing, I've also been doing yoga. So I'm now one of those really pretentious people who, in the morning before you're all up, yeah. I've done yoga. How early are we talking? Oh, I don't want to tell okay. you. It better not be like seven thirty. Oh, it's no, it's much okay. earlier than seven thirty. Yeah. I've done yoga. I've meditated. And I've had a, I've had a herbal tea. Oh. Listeners, please note that the morning yoga lasted all of eleven days. As you were. Good, yeah. So You're not combining the uh, yoga and the medicine. No, I'm not. I'm doing them separately. That is important. Well, because now this is the thing, because I'm finding, I find yoga, sent, I feel like it can't, oh God, I do sound pretentious, but I, I feel like it does centre me a bit better. And I do feel like better it... Better than meditating, sorry. Yeah. Oh. I feel, and I feel, I feel like my body and my head are kind of marrying. And I also find that, yeah, I feel like, my head is calmer after yoga, whereas meditating, I find really hard. I, I do think it's, uh, I do think it's the sort of thing you can't master straight away, though. I, I got into it when I st- I listened to the audio book for Headspace, and this guy talked about how he went to live with the monks as like a mission to do it, and he he spent like six months sitting there like going crazy, trying to think about nothing, but then as a result, yeah. of that, thinking about everything. Um, so, I do think it's one of those sort of big investment and big reward things but I just find it because isn't the point I don't I you're just, not enjoying it are you and it's only the 10th of April so I know I've <laughs> got so much more to do I'm glad I didn't do the year then no I, yeah. well no but then maybe I would have mastered it maybe you that would you can wouldn't. master it they yeah. say it takes 
21 days to establish any habits. So. I'm just finding it really hard to get to get, understand how I can totally clear my mind, but then, because the, what they'd say in the Headspace app is, clear your mind, but then it's fine for the things to come in, but then back them aside. Yeah. So I'm sort of like, well then, I'm not meditating, am I? It's about not lingering on anything. Oh, right. There's a good analogy about, imagine yourself sitting on the side of the road and watching the cars go past, and you're not trying to chase the cars, or be like, oh, what does that one look like, or is it interesting? Because cars, the cars are sort of your thoughts, and it's all right to sort of think, oh, that's a thought, that's going to lead me down a negative path, won't pursue that any further, oh, that's another oh. one. And so you're sort of watching them, but you've got control over... Because I think one of the reasons I set it for you is I think that we're quite similar yeah. in that I think we're both quite conscientious. Yeah. Um, and I think... We overthink things. We overthink things, yeah. And I, I think there's never been a more difficult time to be conscientious and you know be somebody who kindness is important to them right now because mm-hmm. it's, it's a tough time out there um so i think that ability to think that thought always leads me to a bad place and i'll be here 10 minutes later yeah. really angry having gone around in this cycle and yeah. just thinking i'm not going to pursue it today yeah i think um if all else fails in the career that you're currently in that we're not going to bring up i think you should start up a uh sort of mental health most <laughs> 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 nice of you to say definitely so I am going to change my habits. So actually I haven't meditated today because I've decided I've been doing it in the mornings, but I'm just not, I just don't know if that's the best time to do it. Yeah, it's whatever works for you. And I kind of feel like actually maybe I should bookend my day. So start it with yoga and then end it with meditation. Yeah, it might be too much to do so much, the tea, the yoga and the Yeah, meditation. it feels quite, in, it feels like I'm almost just going through the motions, which I suppose yeah, kind of defeats the Just to tick it off, yeah. So I think... As of tonight, I think I'm going to try doing it um, in the evenings. Oh, good. Yeah. So then my other question, or something I wanted to ask you about, was so Ruth, who gave me the tea challenge, she cut out, she largely cut out um, caffeine, well, she did cut out caffeine, and she's kind of cut out sugar, and that's something that you've kind of done as well. So I sort of wanted to ask you kind of why she did that and, and how you find it, and how long have you been doing that for? So, I, I w- one of the reasons I did it is because I think there's a real there's a real close link between self discipline and sort of self esteem, and if you feel like something's got control over you, over you like a craving and you you can't not do it, it doesn't make you feel great about yourself to be like I woke up this morning thinking I'm going to eat well and here I am with like a donut in my hand. Yeah. Like, what does that say about my willpower? Um, so I think. Uh, I'm quite good at sort of like I don't drink much I've never sort of smoked or anything like that but I'd always like been a big desserts person had loads of sugar and it's I sort of get tired if I don't have it and I just crave it after every meal and it's just one of those things that I'm I thought you know it would be great if if I could actually overcome that craving and just have it and just enjoy it rather than because I will buy a pack of biscuits and eat them all yeah um, which doesn't feel great do you find that now can you, so actually we haven't had dessert yet so do you find like when you then have dessert do you then appreciate it all the more because you're not eating it all the time yeah and exactly and also it's I think it's like for me it's all about being like on a good streak that if I if I have a biscuit and then I'm not eating well then you're like oh it doesn't matter I had a load of biscuits yesterday I'll have you know, McDonald's or whatever yeah. else whereas when you're like I'm uh, you know I just had 
a bit of fruit after dinner yesterday and then I haven't eaten anything bad for like 10 days then you're like oh well, I'll keep it going and I'll, I'll avoid that donut and I just think in general you, you feel more alert and it's the same as the more exercise you do the more energy you have which seems sort of yeah. counterintuitive but it's yeah. the same like sugar gives you energy but like beyond that for sort of first 10 minutes it actually takes it away from you yeah um, so yeah I feel better without having it but I still still sometimes what I would refer to as relapse but most people like having a having a Kit Kat is fine <laughs> don't worry about it so. it's the end of April now and if I'm honest, I can't say I've been converted to either herbal teas or meditation, but as Matt pointed out, it takes weeks to form a habit, and perhaps I should invest more time in habits that foster self-care. I wondered whether perhaps my friends were all similarly harbouring a desire to de-stress. We all live such hectic lives, working long hours and filling our diaries up, and it strikes me that probably more of us should take the time to take time out. So I asked some of my friends what they made in meditation. I like the idea of it. Um, I would love to be able to achieve it, but I think my head is too full of thoughts that it would take me a really, really long time. So Lucy, meditation. Uh, must have been scraping the barrel if uh, if it's down to me to uh, voice an opinion on it. Uh, I don't think it's something I've uh, spent a lot of my life thinking about. I, I think it might actually be one of those things that it uh, could be quite good for me, but um, I don't think I've really got the patience to, to have a proper crack at it. I don't know what your thoughts were, Lucy, on the meditating. I would say that it takes more than a month personally to get into it and and to feel the benefits, because I know at the beginning I felt very self-conscious of it all. Um, I don't know what you think about this, but I would definitely, definitely recommend to stick with it. So it sounds like more of us want to meditate, but perhaps we just don't know how or don't have the time to practice it, which is ironic. In a final bid to fall in love with the art, I attended a meditation and visualisation class in Covent Garden on the last day of April. So I'm just currently um, walking through Covent Garden on my way to a meditation class, which I thought would be sort of a nice thing to do um, and a good idea after my chat with Matt, which was quite illuminating actually. Um, I'm rushing because I'm late, which is very unzen and also exceptionally typical of me. Um, I have no idea what to expect. It said something about kind of visualisation and relaxation. I'm not wholly sure what that involves, but um, but yeah, I feel sort of I feel quite inspired by Matt's words. He sort of I really like the fact that he sort of seems to really invest in it and kind of believe in it, and um, that makes me want to really feel the same way. So I'm sort of hoping that maybe this class will. I'll find it really illuminating and it will open my, up my eyes to sort of all the possibilities that meditation might offer me or sort of the, as I say, kind of more zen feeling it might kind of expose me to. Here's hoping. So I just left the um, guided meditation session in Covent Garden. It was in this sort of underground space, um, about 20 of us all sort of crammed in. Um, I was one of the last, not the last, um, and a lady at the back um, sort of guided us through it and it was it was strange. I think when I first sat it down and there were sort of 19 other bodies in there sort of packed in quite closely, just having got off of the, you know, sort of um, 
dusty streets of Covent Garden. Um, it felt a bit contrived, but... And I have to say that when she sort of first began by taking us through parts of our bodies to try and relax, and I felt a bit tense. I felt really, really tense. It just felt quite um, just a bit discombobulated, I guess. Um, and then... And then she sort of began to make us focus on our minds and sort of stretch out our thoughts and kind of observe them, a bit like Matt was talking about, kind of letting the spaces between our thoughts kind of stretch out. And I began to think a bit more like that. I sort of think I got a bit more on board with it. Um, and then she took us through this visualisation. So she, she sort of, she got us kind of picturing us on a beach and then enjoying the sunshine and then taking a drive along the coast and then ending up in kind of a jungle setting and in, in a cave and in a waterfall. And actually, that was really lovely. Um, I really enjoyed that and I could picture myself there and I felt really relaxed. Um, and also, she was fabulous. I think I need to commission her for one of our travel books. Um, I could really, really picture it. It was gorgeous. So I really enjoyed that and it was half an hour and it went really quickly. Um, I'm not 100% sure that it felt like I was meditating um, in that I sort of was kind of really picturing myself there. But I guess as Matt said, it's all about kind of stretching out those thoughts and not overthinking things, not going over things, literally just kind of being and sort of just letting things kind of come in and come out again. So ah, I actually really enjoyed that. So who'd have thought it? A form of meditation I did enjoy. Found on the last day of the month too, typical. Perhaps you enjoy meditation and have pearls of wisdom when it comes to slowing down. You can find my social media handles in the show notes below. Feel free to drop me a line and let me know. And while you're here, please subscribe to 30 by 30. Or if you're feeling especially generous, write a review. So things I've learned from these tea and meditation challenges... The art of taking time to slow down and breathe deep takes patience. Morning meditation with yoga is just not sustainable and a 15 minute line is 100% preferable. And I know some amazing life coaches in the making. That's it for episode two, except to say a final thank you to Ruth and Matt for this week's challenges. Next time on the podcast... All right. <laughs> oh my God, that was scary. <laughs> um... um can't walk to a breast in this part. No. See you next time, gang. <laughs>